Karana and welcome everybody to another episode of Big Life Mindset. It is my absolute pleasure today to have our next two guests on board. Uh, Lauren Gall and Melanie Ammerman uh, founded Vava Virtual Assistance over 10 years ago uh, with the goal of helping small business owners achieve a work-life balance and focus on the work that they love. Like many entrepreneurs, when they first started out, they did everything on their own. Um, Melanie and Lauren are experts in developing as virtual assistants and creating a valuable experience for clients because they've seen it all. Gaining more satisfied clients and growing a team, Vava Virtual experienced a 97% growth from 2016 to 17, and that was triggered by a delegation that has seen them growing substantially year on year. Through their mission, they've stood side by side with entrepreneurs as they accomplish many of their goals and watch businesses reach new growth targets. Sharing in those experiences, which I think is pretty cool, not only the wins, but the challenges as well, has offered them a unique perspective of how to succeed no matter the client or the circumstances. They're here today to share how they stumbled on, and I love that phrase, and then ironed out their proven process. Kiorana, Lauren, and Melanie, how are you? Doing great. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, really excited to be here with you. Thanks for having us. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Melanie, would you like to share a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, hi, I'm Melanie. I am. Uh, I currently live in a town called Smyrna in, in Georgia, um, and I'm actually from Madison, Wisconsin, and I... Um, Oh gosh, found my way here from living all over Chicago, LA, South Florida, and now I'm in the Atlanta area. Um, my background is in admin, ad, administrative support. So I had uh, got that experience early on um, in my life. And I also um, have a master's in clinical psychology. Um, I thought that might have been the, the path for me. Um, but uh, being uh, with Vava and growing it and um, be developing myself into the leadership role I am in now um, turns out to be the best fit for me. And I, I really love that um, we have this company to help other business owners fulfill their dreams. Um, and then also people in the workforce that really want this space to work in, whether it's remote, whether it's the skill set, et cetera. I love being able to offer that um, to the community as well. Awesome. And Lauren, a bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Lauren Gull, um, and I currently live in just outside of Atlanta, Georgia as well, um, in a little, well, not little, but a small suburb called Decatur. Um, and I'm from the Midwest as well. We have similar, similar um, upbringings, but yeah, from the Midwest, from um, Ohio. And uh, went to the Ohio State University. I am a diehard uh, Buckeyes fan. I try to plug them anywhere I can now. Um, and I have a, I got my degree in communications. So a lot of business classes, PR classes. Um, uh, yeah, initially had, you know, a different direction for where I thought, you know, I would work and the industry that I thought I would work in. And um have come to find out that entrepreneurship is is where I, I thrive and love, and I'm just so excited to to be in this space. And um, yeah, I uh, have lived in Atlanta for 
about uh, just over 10 years now um, and, and just really love it. So, yeah. Nice. And so tell me a little bit about Vava Virtual. What, what's, what, what, firstly, where did the name come from? <laughs> oh, um, it's something that just kind of happened because Lauren and I started uh, the business and we were two virtual assistants and short for virtual assistant is VA. And so just became Vava and um, yeah, it was just fitting for the time and how the company started out. So we went with it and it's actually um, something quite memorable. So it's been a really, uh, really great choice that we went along that route. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're absolutely right. It is it kind of sticks in your mind. As soon as you hear it, it's it's not something you hear every day. So well chosen, well picked. Yeah. Um, and the company is that you've you've experienced exceptional growth by the sound of things. Yeah, we've definitely experienced a lot of growth. Um, when we first started, Melanie and I were doing everything ourselves. So we were, you know, getting the clients, serving the clients, um, doing all the work. We were um collaborating with them. We were the account manager and the bookkeeper and all the things. And then um, we we did that for a long time. Um, and for within the first couple of years, we did bring on a couple of contractors to help us like here and there. Uh, one of them is actually still with us today, which is super cool. She's been working with us for a long, long time. We realized we kind of started to realize, you know, if we outsourced, we could get more done, <laughs> um, which is kind of the benefit of having a virtual assistant. So anyway, um, you know, we just figured, we just realized that, you know, if we actually practice what we preach and we start to delegate, um, we could build our company that way. And so that's, when we did that um, and we started to, when a client came in, we gave them their own virtual assistant to work with and and that's who they worked with and we weren't actually doing the work. Um, that's when we we grew so much and we realized like how much accomplished by delegation. So and a really awesome thing. Nice. You've really latched onto that. And I think as people become more, um, strategic with their time as well and their effort they're going to want to know how to maximize the use of that time and I think that's obviously where uh, a VA or a virtual assistant can come into play um, with uh, obviously the the world having experienced COVID and uh, particularly in New Zealand what we've noticed is a, a large number of the workforce have started to either work remotely or kind of this hybrid um, where there's you know part of their time in the office and part of the time uh, at home or wherever it may be, what kind of changes have you seen in the in the environment for for your organization? Um, I would start by saying um, it brought a lot of attention to our industry. Um, Lauren and I, starting this eleven years ago, we spent a lot of our time explaining what a virtual assistant was. Um, and yes, we're humans. No, we're not robots. And, <laughs> you know, we're not Siri or whatever that might be. So um, over the years, it got less and less. So it was, it was understood a little, stood a little bit more. But COVID, um, um, after, you know, the initial shock of everything and um, when people were trying to adjust and shift and then went more virtual, it um 
it just brought us into light because we have been doing this for so long uh, already. We had the systems in place. We didn't really shift how we did things because we've always been operating in this way. Um, so that was really great. And at the, at the end, and we could also be that continued support person uh, or people for businesses to kind of keep them churning while we were trying to figure out the world and our lives and businesses and, and, um, kind of navigating that turmoil at the time. So, um, and now I would say, um, it's still, it's an option that I think it's, in addition to in-person or in-house or the full-time role or something like that, I think that uh, virtual assistance is also top of mind as a consideration uh, just to see if that might fit, whether it's fractional support to save, you know, some money to be able to get that extra support and and not have it cost so much or, or just a virtual setting um, option um, or anything like that. So um yeah, I'd say that those things have shifted a little bit in the last couple of years. Mm. And so, for people who are who are working remotely, what are some? I mean, what are some um, practical tips that you would suggest work well? And what's some things that people should kind of steer clear of? Um, I think that if you're working remotely, I mean, definitely you have to have a dedicated space. Um, and I would suggest, you know, getting ready, getting, you know, ready for the day, get going. Like some people are like, oh, you know, I, I work in my pajamas. Okay. That's great for one day, but it's good to kind of stay in the practice of like, you're actually going to work. you like, you have to, you know, you actually <laughs> to do your job. And so it's just nice to kind of get into that mindset almost. Um, but yeah, dedicated space, make sure that, you know, you're not distracted um, or you don't get easily distracted if, if you need to put laundry away or, and all those things like you can do. It's just a matter of, you know, just making sure that you have like the space to be able to, to work remotely so that you don't get distracted. Um I would say those are, that's kind of a key thing. Um, and then I would just make sure that you have a setup, you know, like now we live in a day and age, day and age where, you know, we use video a lot more than what we did before COVID happened, um, mm. like Zoom, like we're, you know, right now. And so just making sure that, you know, you're prepped and ready for Zoom conversations um, and, um, you know, just, just making sure you're presentable. <laughs> which seems like common sense, but sometimes, you know, it might not be to to some. So yeah, just uh, presenting yourself in a way that um, you would want to be seen if you were out and about as well. Nice. That's some great advice there. And how about you, Melanie? I would um, add to that, um, that even though you're remote, it's kind of uh, feeding off what Lauren is saying, even though you're remote, um, there's still that expectation to be professional. Um, so it's not like casual just because I'm virtual. It's like, no, this is just my location of where I'm providing work. Um, so it kind of goes hand in hand with what Lauren was saying. And also, um, I will say I struggled when we first started. I didn't have great discipline as far as getting up and be like, oh, this is my work day. So it really helps to make that separation between personal and work in Mm. your home space. So that's kind of like having that dedicated office space, like Lauren was saying, whether that's a corner in your house or in a room or 
the basement or wherever is your space. And also have that known throughout your household. Um, So if you have kids or a spouse or a partner or roommates or whatever your situation might be, um, there's a space for you while you're working where it's you at work and not you accessible for other things um, that other people might need you for. Yeah, and I think it's um, just kind of latching on to what you've both described is that sometimes it's the reality of home life kind of clashes with uh, the work needs as well. Um, You know, this is probably a good example. Like I, I mid travel here around me is just absolute carnage. Um, but just having to, like you say, find a space that you can just dedicate briefly and you just say, actually, I need everybody to just give me this little bit of space and this time while I do this thing. And then I can re-engage and I can be dad and I can be husband and I can do all those other things as well. Um, just kind of carving out that space and time for yourself. Is there is there anybody who you would suggest probably isn't um, suited for working remotely? Like a personality type? Yeah, or even, um, you know, the characteristics of their environment. So, you know, we've kind of talked about, mm-hmm. I mean, in an ideal world, everybody has this setup that's available to them. But if somebody has a strong desire to, but they just can't quite um, find a space within the home because it's carnage, uh, you know, it, is that a person you'd say, actually, maybe it's not for you or no, here's some other ways you can kind of skin this cat. Here's another way you could approach this. What comes to my mind, well, I have two things is it might be personality based. I love working from home. Lauren can speak how we're different in that way, but, um, on her, but I, I love working from home and I know there's some personalities that might feel like you're enclosed or you're not going anywhere or not, you know, whatever that might be. And one thing that Lauren and I do is we do have like a co-working space. So mm-hmm. we are still working remotely in our own space, but it is more of an office setup um, or like a business community that you can just go and be at. And that's your workspace, even though it's not like an office per se. So that that's a great option for us sometimes. Nice. Yeah, I love, um, I don't like working from home, <laughs> which is very interesting to say because I own a virtual assistant company. Um, however, uh, I'm always looking for opportunities for us to even just see our, our Atlanta-based team, which is, um, there's several here in Atlanta on our leadership team. So that's always super nice. But yeah, I try to go to the, I do try to go to our co-working space or I just try to have, you know, really for me, it's human interaction. I mean, I just don't want to be at home. I mean, it's just me and my dog. Um, so I guess I could talk to my dog if I really wanted to, but, uh, it's, it's that human interaction that I really, really like. And, um, yeah, I mean, at the space, at the co-working space, you can be around people and, and you can still have your own little booth if you want, or, you know, work at a hot desk. Um, so it's just super nice to be able to, yeah, be in the presence of others. Mm, no, I'd agree. I'm probably more in um, your camp, Lauren, where I, I almost need that social connectivity and that kind of um, bouncing off other people. Um, what are some of the, you know, obviously there's um, almost a sense of isolation, I guess, that's probably overstating it, but what are some tips that you'd give to people in terms of kind of managing mental health as well because you know for people like myself that really enjoy that social connectivity what are some things that you'd say you know what you can kind of have your cake and eat it too if you looked at your mental health here's some things that you know you'd recommend 
Yeah, I know for me, I mean, mental health wise, like I'm a big advocate on starting and ending your work day on time um, and not working past, you know, when like 5 p.m. really. I mean, and some people would disagree. You're an entrepreneur. You need to be working, you know, 24 seven. But mental health wise, like it just is impossible for me. And so for me, I just try and um, do that that but also like I love I mean I, I I do love like exercise and just getting out and out and about and walking and doing all the things so that's what I do to kind of break up the day but also get that like mental um, stimulation that I need to in order to you know get through get through the day or um, end or start or end my work day so hmm. I would say um, on that, like we're um, a little bit opposite, not opposite completely, I guess, as far as like the human interaction, because I just need it in smaller doses. So I had to do a lot of, um, I think it took me a while to even learn this about myself. Like if I was go, go, go for all week and I'd get to the weekend and I'd be like so exhausted and kind of irritable and this and that. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Like I like my work, but I'm not feeling great after it. So I had to listen to myself and really find out that I, I have a limit to how much I can stretch out and so, and how much interaction I can have and be productive. So I love working from home because I can really focus and by myself um, and I can get things done. But I do like the going to a dinner or a client lunch or Lauren and I will get together and co-work for a while at, I know, our co-working space. And um, and then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm have my, I've had my fill and I'm going to go and into back into my space and be more productive. And same with getting out in other ways. So I like to go hiking and that doesn't necessarily need to be mean I need to be with other people, but to stay um, more interactive with the world, but in my own way, that mm. isn't draining and more fulfilling. I have to make sure to do that as well. Though. Otherwise um, uh, you can feel the, that you're just not feeling as fulfilled. Yeah. I mean, those are, you know, you've both shared some real high powered insights and, and like practical ways of of staying at the top of the game as well. Because I think it's probably, I think there's um, you know, Lauren, you talked about you know how people have a perception that because you're an entrepreneur, you need to be on the go 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But I really like how you basically stipulate, well, this is my start time, but this is also my finish time. Where you know, I think many people struggle with just saying no uh, and being comfortable with mm -hmm. saying no as well. Yeah. Yeah. People, people struggle with it all the time. I mean, even I struggle with it, but like, you know, you just have to, sometimes you just have to, and, and you, you know, you, you got to do what's most important for you. And I think that's one thing I've realized with COVID is, or, you know, going through COVID is like, you mentally, like, don't you, you live your life for you and not for, for others. Like whether you think others need you there or want you there if you're not if you can't make it like you can't make it like and you we can't like be in a world where we're apologizing for not doing something that like is going to take us out of our mental like 
in a, uh, put us in a, an unhealthy mental state, you know? So mm. I'm just a, a fan of, yeah, doing what you want to do and, and what you're willing to do and capable of doing and leave the rest to, to, to over here. Because um, if you don't, you'll, you'll just end up finding yourself, you know, in unhappy, an unhappy state. So, mm. yeah. Nice. And what, what's your, if I could use a phrase, who's a typical client of Vava Virtual? I would say a typical client of ours is someone who is, um, wears a lot of hats in their business. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe doesn't, um, need, needs the help. They under, they know they need the help. Um, and they knew they need to, to be, a, to delegate in order to grow their business or get to the next level in their business. Um, and they really can appreciate uh, delegation and, um, and the fact that, uh, yeah, it can, it just can really help. Once you start to really realize like all the counterproductive activities that you are faced with and do on a regular basis as a business owner, it's really easy to see. Once you outline that, it's really easy to see like what you can delegate to someone. So yeah. So someone that's, um, int- they are very, um, active about wanting to grow their business, needing the help. They understand delegation. They know that it can help them get to the next level or get them out of doing, you know, a lot of the day-to-day stuff. So basically what we say is stop working so much in your business and, and get the help of a VA because they, that'll help you work on your business versus in your business. So, um, but yeah, some of the cues, one of the cues that we always use is like, somebody comes to us and they're like, I wish I had more hours in the day to get everything I need done. That's like a real indicator that they could utilize uh, a VA. So those are some of the typical clients that we um, work with and, and, and love working with. So, yeah. Nice. I, I think that it's, you know, so much of what you've described actually, I think applies in a home life and home environments as well, doesn't it? Where you look at some of those, I, I love the phrase as well, like these counterproductive activities uh, that we find ourselves kind of either drawn to or just self-inflicted where we think we have to do this thing, um, but actually it's not great use of our time. Uh, and so, you know, imagine yeah. that kind of blows out exponentially when you've got a business uh, and, you know, there's a bottom line there as well. Um, what do you see is what, what's, you know, now that we've kind of, we're a bit more settled post COVID, what do you see as the future for, for businesses and with regards to VAs? Um, I think it will be, um, I think two things I get, actually, I do think that the, as a business is growing, um, this might be a starting point, um, for either, uh, like a first hire or one of the first hires to help because administrative and even like helping with social media tasks, get out and things like that. All of that is, is a backbone of a company. It needs to get done. You know, as a business owner, we say it's counterproductive to growth and things, but I mean, they have to get done. So it's like, you need that support to get them done while you focus um, on the business and growing it. So it could be just somebody stepping in for the time and, and, and filling those tasks and then having that position grow as, with your company. Um, and it can also be, uh, 
I think just remote work in general is is really great because even if it's not like a through a virtual assistant agency and you're just having a virtual employee, you have access to so much more um, talent because if they can be anywhere, um, you like you can basically have the globe of talent to be able to support your company and find that great fit that's perfect for that role. Um, and I think that's really amazing. We see that with our company as well. Like we love being virtual because, you know, we're 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 looking all over to find the the position that's the best fit for our t- our team at the time. And and it's just a really amazing that we have the capability to do that now. Mm. Mm. Um, gosh, this has just been absolutely packed full of gems. Uh, I mean, my audience know that I place a huge emphasis on time affluence, on on being time rich, uh, and a you know a, a, almost a, a requirement of that is understanding what what is the thing that I'm really good at doing and I'm comfortable at doing, and all these other things that can probably be done by somebody else, and probably better by somebody else as well. How do I look at delegating that out? And it sounds like you found that absolute sweet spot where, like you say, like every business has to have some sort of social profile now. Um, but not all of us are social media experts. And so understanding that I don't need this person sitting right beside me to do that, I can kind of scour the globe and look at that um, that talent that might be somewhere else, but more than capable of picking up that task for me. It's a huge weight off people's shoulders because nobody can be all things to everybody, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Although <laughs> we think we, sometimes we think we we have to be, but then... Yeah, well, you quickly realize like you can't. I mean, you just can't. There's not enough hours in the day. There's not. No, that's so. right. I will also find too that like if you're trying to be all these different things, that's it takes a lot of time and and limits you on other places, but also takes a lot of like energy because if you're not great at that or you're not as comfortable with that, it's also like mental and physical energy that you're putting toward having to do something that that's somebody's wheelhouse. Like that's their, mm. that gives somebody else energy versus drains them. And it's like, it's just, you're best using your time doing what gives you energy versus drains it. And maybe along your skill set too. Mm. No, that's bang on. I love this the phrase as well. Like using somebody else's wheelhouse, something that they're comfortable doing, something that they want to do as well. Um, so, but any parting words before uh, we wrap this up? So, if if you were to give maybe one thing for a person to focus on, one thing for a business to perhaps focus on, what would that be? Um, can can you explain that a little bit more? So, like one thing that they can focus on, delegate. One thing that they can focus just advice. Gosh, I think I think you might have just picked up on it right there. It sounds like just the, just being able to delegate. It sounds like quite an important um, factor in a business decision, and whether they use a VA as well. Hmm. How about you, Melanie? Um, yeah. So I have a hard, I had a hard time at first parting with money. <laughs> Um, being business owners, this is what we generate, you know, is ours and we put it back in the business or it's our salary or whatever it might be. And so realizing that 
support for these types of things and delegating these tasks away so you can focus on what you love doing or growing the company or whatever you might want to be focusing on. It's it was that mindset shift of an expense expense versus an investment. And once it was an investment into the company and the ROI may not have been like super clear up front, it, it was tremendous over time. And I, I would say, you know, whenever we talk to business owners now where they're like, oh, I can't get everything done or, oh, I don't know if I should hire, hire or not, whatever, get support or not. And I'm like, get it because mm. <laughs> I mean, and, and sometimes you have to start small which is fine and grow because as you're growing a company, you can't, you know, there's some limitations, but, um, I, I do think, you know, it's, it's a really big benefit. Uh, it's really beneficial to companies when you can get that extra support and have kind of double the work done at one time in a sense at times. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Um, so if somebody wanted to reach out and connect with either yourselves or the company, where would they go to? Um, they can go to our website, which is mm-hmm. just www.vavavirtual.com. So just vavavirtual.com. Um, that's probably the easiest. Um, however, if they want to email, the email that goes to both of us um, is info at vavavirtual.com. And we'd be happy to answer any questions. Honestly, we always say this, we're just a pro- we're just such a fan of outsourcing whether you utilize our company or another company get the help that you need when you need it and we are such fans of it so we are like i said more than happy to answer any questions concerns anything that comes up um for 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 people that come our way um because we are just we we love we love it and we just know how how awesome it can be for for people that utilize uh, a va so yeah Fabulous. Thanks so much for sharing that. And for sharing, like I said, it was just packed full of gems and tips that people can use. Uh, and also just a reminder that if you do send an email, there are real people at the other end that are going to answer that. So I love that. I love that so much. Melanie and Lauren, once again, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you thank as well. You. This has been great. Awesome. Once again, bye for now. 